the sooner you get to I have to do better, whether it's tomorrow or tonight, you know what I mean? Like you that is what throws people off is when you fall off there's an expression in in uh addiction like you choose when you get on the roller coaster ride, you don't really choose when you get off. And then that's and that's uh I mean like like you're you you're willing like putting yourself into that roller coaster seat, putting the seatbelt on and then and then someone else hits go. And it's like you're kind of in that chair until they until that until that carny <laughs> until the carny hits stop, right? And yeah. then and addictions similar in a way like it this isn't true, but sometimes it feels like you become powerless to it right away. And in the moment, the moment I start, the moment I start, you know, letting French fries and cheeseburgers get in there, it's like, okay, now, now, now I've just, I, you've, you've neurologically habituated yourself to start saying yes to that drive. And then to have to go through it is, is hard. You're now the, this whole idea of this, doing these conversations in this podcast sort of stemmed from. I want to show people, I want to get people's opinion about obesity. I want to learn a little bit more about obesity. I want to, I want to hear some insights of people that have dealt with obesity. And, and then, and for me and the last couple of people that I've talked to, you know, we're, we're further down the road than you dude. I mean, like I turned 50, I turned 49 in a few weeks. Right. So you're still a young buck. You're still, you're still, I mean, how old are you, pal? 39. What? How old? 39. 39. I got you by 10 years. Okay. So like in my thirties, I still felt pretty, pretty strong and pretty mobile. And now strong like you, no, not strong like you strong, strong enough to move and to, and to be relatively, uh, mobile and, 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 and not be denied things in life because my physical stamina couldn't keep up with it and stuff like that. The last couple of guys I've interviewed, have been in similar situations to me like both billy and sean reached over 500 pounds so they're coming in life with with that perspective and when they're talking about diet and food and moving they're doing it with bodies that have had to carry 500 pounds of just man on their feet and uh and that and it i'll tell you dude it's a unique point of view i what i at least in my head, in my head, what is, is really cool to talking with you is, you know, you are, you really are an elite athlete. You And whether people, including yourself, realize it or not, I mean, I remember one of the first times I was ever introduced to you before I think we ever met, Mark put up that post talking about how you were just, uh, uh, you were a dad, you were a husband, you were a working class guy, but you also could you know, deadlift like 790 or something like that. And no, that put- um, so I just deadlifted uh, 722 in May. And that was in competition. Remember the post he wrote about you three or four years ago? Oh, yeah. So, tell me about that. So um, that was when I had gotten into the gym. Um, and for me, you're talking about the gentleman that you, you spoke to. That, that, that magic number for me was 404.8. Um, I stepped on the scale and I saw 404.8 pounds. That was when I realized I was on a collision course with a heart attack and I had to change. Um, <clears throat> shortly after that, my Sorry. dad had some medical issues and it all hit so, so hard and so emotionally. Like he, he was Superman, you know, that, that was my pops, yo. 
and then to see everything and have him decline so quick that it just hit that I had to do something and, and that, that's what sparked the change. Um, so I was at 400 pounds. I'd see my dad like lose mobility. His neck was broken. He had to have discs in his neck fused, whole bunch of crazy medical stuff that wound up with him losing his leg as well. Mm. So when I got into the gym, um, I was a high school athlete. I played football back then. I lifted weights back then. Um, but it was just for the purpose of I needed to lose weight and it was Bill. And I thank Bill so much um, for being like, no, dude, you, you, you can do this. You like, you're good at this, do this. Mm. Um, and through Bill, he vouched for me to Mark and Mark's like, okay, yeah, you can come in in the mornings. And that's when I got to start coming in and train with the morning crews and stuff. Um, but the, the particular one you're talking about, um, I was lifting on the weekends and all my lifts other than that were at home. I was, had just pulled, I think 690 on deadlift. Oh my God, dude. And that's what it was, was, Hey man, everybody starts somewhere. This guy was a dad. He's a husband. He works 40 hours a week, but he comes in here on the weekend and he went from the couch to four years later, 600 plus pounds. But he made a point of saying, like, do you realize, like, what percentile of strength that this puts yeah. him in? Like, one in 10,000 strength or one in 110,000 so strength? It's, the, the number's grown here in the last couple of years because there's a crazy amount of elite lifters developing and showing. So those numbers are changing every day. Mm-hmm. But being above 700 pounds in any of the one lifts, um, the dead and squat particular for unequipped athletes put you in the upper one percent of lifters in the world that's crazy dude i maybe i even remember him breaking it down to like the thousands or something like that i don't even remember i guess it, it the point is though is like you're hopefully like hopefully we'll be able to crack in on like some sort of discussion on like you know you so you you're saying you personally cracked 400 pounds when it, yes and that wasn't and then i remember chris introducing you to me and in you saying something similar that you had sort of just begun your weight loss journey but as a guy that has been like i feel like at one point i was where you were and i didn't for whatever reason i didn't i didn't rise to the moment i i still let my health slide further and further degraded down my love for food my uh allowance to like poo-poo walking for no reason huh sarah my wife yeah tell me more if 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 i didn't have her and didn't have her constant support i would have failed at this so many times over man it's not funny um she always calls me the strong one but she's the one who's always there for me um and again like when i get into those moments where i'm just like I'm, I'm a terrible piece of shit. I'm eating like an asshole and everything in the world is my fault. And I'm sure you've had those moments where you've just failed at one thing and then another thing happens and you get in a quicksand and then like every little thing seems like it's your fault and the whole world's crashing down on you. I can put 600 pounds on my back, but that woman can lift me up every day of the week. Mm. 
And like, I, I have to tell people that all the time. Like, and she, she is my rock. She's my support system. And without her, I never would have been able to do any of this. Have you, have you always been a heavy guy, even as a kid? When did, yeah. when um, did you, when did you first sort of like have a, how, how early do you remember going, God, I'm, 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 I'm bigger than these kids around me. What, when did you first start realizing that? Seven. So, um, growing up in Texas, football is life. Football is God. Everything is football, right? You know, right. God's God guns, faith and pigskin. So we played mesquite peewee football. That's where I grew up and they had weight classes. So you could only be in this certain weight range to play on this team. Mm, um, I hate that by the way. I, I th it was it was a crazy rule back then. I think they've done away with it in recent years. I don't think they have. I think they still really guard young kids, young light kids from young heavy kids. I think, and I, I'm I I hate I I think football is like the. I know I'm interrupting you, and I apologize, but no, like, can I, I I you know there's not a lot of sports. Every other sport, speed and agility is is. Um, celebrated and 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 the strongest tool football is the one tool where you can be you can be big and it and it's part of the it's part of the sport it's part of the person you put the big guys up front put Indeed. the big guys in the middle up front and yet they would still they'd say oh no i mean i i know some places said well you know, if, if, if you do go over the limit, you can only play like center or guard or something like that, that at least at the very least, it's sort of, you know, they're trying to do places where they're, these kids aren't getting a full steam of speed to go crack outside linebackers or corners and stuff like that, which makes sense. But I, I, I hate penalty. I hate penalizing young kids for, uh, being heavy when the, just letting them get on the team and play would probably be the best thing for them to be less heavy. Do you know, do you understand what I'm saying? So I, I man, I, I 100% get you. I think that the weight classes or not weight classes, but weight limits can be detrimental to a kid psychologically. Cause looking back now, and when I say that I first experienced this when I'm seven, I mean, I was drinking lemon water, eating rice cakes and I, I can't name any names because like, even nowadays it would be considered child abuse. Like I was going to a sauna, bro. Into a sauna, out of a sauna, into a hot tub, in from a hot tub, into a swimming pool, back into the sauna. At what not age? At what age? At what age? Seven. Oh God, dude. That's not healthy. We did that. We did that for <laughs> two years so I could play football with the kids my age. When I was nine, I was too so big that I had to move up an entire weight class and skip a whole uh, group of nine and ten year olds. Did you so have to weigh in before every game, or just at the beginning of the league? Just at, thankfully, just at the beginning of the year. Uh, just at once at the beginning of the year. How much? So how much did you have to cut that? So, um, so those two years, how much did you cut uh, to um, make team? On average, about twenty. How how heavy were you? Um, I think back then I was in the, the low 120s, 130s. How did that feel? What was that like? It was torture. Um, like, knowing that the only way I could play football with my friends from school was I had to starve myself and then go essentially do a fighter weight cut. Like, seeing what fighters do now, that's what I was doing to make weight for a football team. Yeah. At seven years old, man, and it was it was horrible i didn't want to do it and then like that's that's what triggered it with because i told my mom i didn't want to do it and football player um 
my older brother was a star. So, and I, I was a star athlete when I was young too, and I didn't want to disappoint my dad. So I didn't want to tell him. Hmm. So I told my mom, my mom told my dad, she's like, Hey, you're not forcing him to cut weight this year. And then so my dad's like, okay, well, his only option is to move up and play with the the 10 and 11 year old or the 11 and 12 year olds. And I was like, okay, let's do it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I'm not worried about them. Mm-hmm. And then, so even that I moved up a whole weight class was playing with kids two years older than me and was dominating. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I took to football like a fish to water, but it, it was a constant weight cut. Um, after that year, when I turned 10, we had to completely leave that league and go play in a different league that didn't have weight limits for linemen, mm-hmm. only the skilled positions. So yeah. wide receivers, running backs, quarterbacks had weight limits. Um, they called it the X-man rule. So if you had a big taped X on the Yeah, top, this is it. what I'm talking about. Yeah, are, exactly. Yep. I remember weighing in, and if, I'm, if I remember correctly, which my memory is kind of shoddy, I remember overweighing, but it was by just a few pounds. And I was probably the only kid in the stadium that day that hit over. And uh, there were a lot of skinny kids in Coeur d'Alene when I was <laughs> in the eighties, dude, it wasn't like, it wasn't like it is now. Uh, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I was like three or five pounds over and they just, they just said, nah, let him look, come on, let him go, let him go. He's clearly not that athletic. And they probably thought he'll just work it off within a few minutes, but I can't even imagine, or within a few weeks, I can't even imagine, um, I can't even imagine being rejected that day. I can't not even imagine being in the seventh grade, not seven like you God, I didn't start until I was 12. Um, and then, uh, hearing, and I, and I was like, one, I was 12 and like 180, if that, or 185 or something like that. Like I was, you know, and I, I think I was like 510. I, I shot up really fast. I, I got, I got most of my height really young. Um, and I just, I so just sad that I stopped at six foot. Huh? <laughs> I said, I'm so sad. I stopped at six foot. I could use a couple more inches just, to spread all this out. That's over. what happened to me. I stopped at five foot 11 and seven eighths. I'm still pissed. I can't even give an honest claim of six foot. I, I claim six foot, but it's not even true. It's a lie. It's a facade to get back to. So since you've been seven, being mm-hmm. heavy has been on your mind to some degree, right? Yeah. Can, can I ask you a dickhead question? Yeah. How come you never got skinny along the way? I tried uh, a whole bunch of times. Um, I tried a bunch of different diets. Um, I tried Weight Watchers. I tried Slim Fast. I tried the shakes. I tried limiting what I what I'd eat. And even once once I got past my teenage years, the lowest I ever got was three twelve. Mm, almost cracked into the twos again yeah when did you when did you punch up above three how old were you um goodness uh 14 fuck bro i did not realize that yep wow that reshapes my entire view of yeah i've been of, uh, plus I, 300 pounds for 25 years of my life now so all you've done in some sense is gain athleticism since mm-hmm. your mid-teens yeah you just could never really drop the the yeah the, i've always the... had a, a big belly um and the love handles and the sideband boobs um and like even when i would get down as low as i would it would just still be there was sort of meeting the bell bros kind of instrumental in your like health transformation was the war on carbs sort of like your first real launching point as an adult 
Absolutely. Um, and again, I, I will, at any point, I will absolutely credit Mark, I will credit Chris, and I will credit Stan with a tremendous amount of what I've been able to accomplish. Because, um, yeah, when we moved out to California, we had just started on the idea of trying to lose weight. So we were doing a bit more walking. We were trying to watch our food a bit better. Um, but then everything that I had known in Texas, like we left it all behind. So we get out there, I get a bit depressed and Sarah pushes me to find something that I really want to do again. Like, Hey, you need, you need a hobby. You need to not be just sitting around playing video games all day, every day. Like we can a little bit, just not all the time. So I, I start looking into strongman. Um, I find untamed, but I also, at the time, we were on a very small budget. Sarah was a student, so we had essentially one and a quarter income coming in. And just, it was a bit cost prohibitive, nothing against Alan, nothing against any of those guys. It's just when you, when you have three people supported on that little funds, paying a gym membership of $75 to $100 a month is just an expense that's really hard to accommodate. Mm -hmm. And then finding out that Mark had the free gym was instrumental to everything. Because um, once I once I got back in, I was lucky enough that a lot of the the first about 30, 35 pounds just fell off. And, you know, we, we all we all get that. Oh, my God, glorious moment of that first 10 to 15. I, I was lucky and it was about 30, 35 and it just fell. And then from there, it's been a long slog to just lose a couple of pounds here, put it back in muscle, lose a couple of pounds here, put it back in muscle. And him having that gym and the, the constant, anytime you need someone who is going to be the person to pick you up and tell you that, no, you are an amazing person. You are strong. You can do this. Hearing it come from Mark meant a whole world of difference that I don't think most people who've never met someone like that can understand. Yeah. You that guy's special. That guy's special. I I've only known, I would put him in the top three men I've had, I've ever had the pleasure of knowing personally that I've had the Absolutely. most respect for. There's a, a Colonel council. He was a, he was a, he was my Colonel in the army. There is a Ken Van meter. He's a, a guy I knew from a church. I used to go to him and me and his son were friends. Uh, once upon a time, we've just sort of lost touch because we don't live near each other anymore. But he uh, did our premarital counseling. He's just a really like, just like a legit, nice, righteous dude. And then there's Mark Bell, just a, just a one of a kind, stoic enthusiast and practitioner and lifelong athlete and sweet, nice, gracious guy. And uh, he's I I owe so much to him. I this. Uh, this, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but just a few days ago, I emptied that studio I had with Chris because, like, they were moving out of that building, and it was a hard oh, day. Man. It was a hard day, dude. I knew, I knew, sure. Sure. I knew in the morning. I was like, it's gonna take three loads, three car loads to empty all that stuff out, and it was three car loads. And and uh, and uh, I I will miss seeing those guys on a daily basis. That guy is super, super special to me. So what is, what is like a good day of eating look like for you right now? I know we said 300 grams of protein, but go ahead and tell me like, what's a good day of eating look like for you right now? So normally it's coffee in the morning with the wife, um, heavy cream. Um, I've been so slowly trying to reduce the sugar I put in my coffee, but I despise the taste of coffee by itself. As you should, you're not a sociopath. So has to have a little sugar in it. Um, 
protein bars are my normal go-to go-to snack. Um, there's two companies, Quest and Power Crunch. Mm -hmm. Both make really tasty protein bars. Uh, so those will be my protein bars. Um, I'll normally have one of those in the morning because I don't really eat much for breakfast. Uh, I normally skip breakfast. I'll have my coffee in the morning. A couple hours into the day, I'll have a protein bar. Um, lunch here lately has been ground beef, rice cooked in chicken broth, spinach, carrots, and then whatever seasonal vegetables I'm finding. Um, so right now here in Chicago, it's been Brussels sprouts and asparagus. So I'll chop up some Brussels sprouts, asparagus, corn, spinach, or not corn, carrots, carrots and spinach. And with the rice, ground beef, monster mash, baby, boom, good to go. How so much, how much rice and beef are you putting in there? What's like, what's your portions look like? Um, so I'm normally doing, I'd say about two and a half to three pounds of ground beef for the whole week. So I'm probably getting about a half pound before cook weight of ground beef per serving. Uh, I use a whole cup of rice for the whole week. Um, and then everything else is vegetables. So probably two cups of vegetables worth a day. So that whole cup of rice for the whole week, how many portions do does that last you? Five. So you do so you do this monster mash once a day. Yep. Okay. So so you're getting okay. See, and I think most people I think most people on the vertical diet against Stan's advice use 80-20 ground beef and then probably use like a cup of uncooked rice per bowl, not per week, right? I think most people are probably I know like me personally, when I'm sitting there cooking the rice and it's time to you know, make the right choice of how I much rice. Doing, I might be a little under ricing, but it, it, I found if I eat that much rice, I just feel so freaking bloated and I can't train. Um, because once I put that belt on, I, you know, it binds your, your, your center mass. And then like you try to get down in a position for a deadlift, it's so damn hard when you're that bloated. Cause I'm also trying to drink a gallon of water a day mm -hmm. just to try to keep water going through my system, try to keep anything from building up. And like that much rice, that much water, you just, <laughs> you so get the bubble. Is it mostly like then two main meals a day and then surrounded by like some peripheral protein snacks along the way? Is that yeah. kind of the, so what's dinner usually look like then? If that's, say, uh, that's dinner lunch. Dinner is normally a, a solid protein source. So here lately it's been a lot of pork because it's been on sale. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, if not, it'll be, uh, I, I'll go to just ground beef, chicken breasts, whatever, whatever is clever and I can season it a little bit. Um, Veg, um, we'll normally do one to two veg with every meal. Um, and if we're not doing that, we'll do a little bit of rice. Um, and then we, we break it up occasionally by doing adventure meals. So we'll pick a, a different country from around the world. And once a week, we'll try to make a recipe off of that country and try to make it as healthy as possible. With the, with the primary focus of our diet, just being avoiding artificial stuff. Mm -hmm. um, we, me and Sarah, we don't eat a bunch of snacks. We don't eat a bunch of just pre-made uh, junk food. The 17-year-old daughter child, different story. She she loves her pizza rolls and all that stuff. And I wish I had the metabolism of a 17-year-old girl. Jesus. How, how do you deal with having that in the house? Because I find it to be such a challenge most of the time. Man, it, it is so hard because I, I can be like, okay, I need the Monster Mash for the... I don't even want to do the math number of days in a row, or I can put 10 pizza rolls on a plate and have it done in two minutes. So you really have to say, this is, you're yeah, really I looking at. I have to tell myself no. It, yeah. it's, it's, and I had asked Mark about it one time, like when, when does it stop? And he's like, it never stops. 
even even now looking like he does it's like it, it never stops there's times I look at stuff and I want to just eat that but I know I can't so it, it, it is a constant battle yeah it, absolutely I I've gotten better and there are there are days and weeks where I can just like uh not see that stuff in the pantry like they we the kids used to kind of put that stuff like right out in the open like where it was really easily seen I at least get most of it like behind the cupboard door. <laughs> I I try not to even go in that cupboard as much as possible. But yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I you kind of kind of have to. Uh, do you so so the meat that you're making? What's the weight goal for that again? So the next one, I just want us to add, the next one I'm doing. I think it's going to be in April. Um, I'm still going to be in the super heavyweight, so I'll probably be in the low 320s or I want to get into the low 320s just so my belt fits better when I go into my for, for my deadlifts it's about what I weighed when I competed back in May um but the next one I do after that I want to get down below 300 um 308 pounds so I want to get down to the low 300s have you ever done like a dunk taste dunk test or anything like that do you have any like guess of like your your optimal weight that you're trying to eventually get to and do you have like any <laughs> Do you ever, do you put much time or consideration into that thought or is, are we living one day at a time? Um, mostly just one day at a time because like trying to get a bunch of stuff like that done, it, the, the, it's all about the money and trying not to spend that. Um, and, and I know, unfortunately there, there's points where you have to, but just trying to take it as uh, man, I only use the word holistic because like holistic medicine gets a really bad rap and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But that's, that's really kind of what I'm trying to do is just try to be as like, I, I guess natural would be the, the, the best word, not natural in like the sense of lifting natural, you know, um, cause I'm, I'm on TRT and I'm, I'll tell anybody I, I fucking take testosterone, whatever, but the, I'm avoiding a bunch of the processed sugars we're avoiding a bunch of the processed carbs if we're gonna have pasta we make it by hand in our kitchen <laughs> and just trying to uh, cut out as much of the garbage as possible you know what i mean mm -hmm. do you have a number in your head anywhere like oh man i'd i'd love to get back down to there again if i could ever see 275 it would be amazing yeah dude 275 is kind of my number too that's yeah, kind of my uh, number two. I think uh, six foot tall endomorphs sort of gravitate to two seventy five. I'd love to see two seventy five, bro. Two seventy five would be I, amazing. If I could just see the first number on the scale be a two again, I would be ecstatic. I I know that I know that we're in different spaces health wise, but I'm really trying to get if I can lose ten more pounds in three weeks, which is kind of a lot for me personally. I don't really ever seem to lose that much that fast. But mm -hmm. I would love to. I I want to. I want to get out of these fours, dude. I'm I'm right. I've been slowly. I've been in the fours for a long time, bro. And the fours are gross. I'm not trying to be rude or mean. The fives are horrific. The fours are gross. They're still. They suck, dude. And makes you feel terrible. You just feel terrible. You you just it's just too much to carry on your joints on a daily basis. I I woke up this morning at two and. My freaking foot thing is acting up again today, and I'm starting to realize it's coming from a tight calf, and I'm starting mm. to learn that it just means I have to start digging into my calf more. That's something that Mark kind of turned me on to. I, I really thought it was like Achilles tendonitis, and I still kind of do, but a tight calf 
seemingly is an, a giant aggravator to I it. Massaging my calves. Dude, it's it's so bad. It's so. It, how do you do it? What's kind of your what's your tips for how you do it? Um, I lay down on the bed, bite a blanket, and have Sarah run the massage on my calves. Yeah, that's what I did right before I got on the Zoom call with you. And it it I yeah I lay down on the bed with my feet hanging off, and then Rebecca took the massage gun to my calf. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I did by myself. There is a little trick I have. A, I think it's called a pasaurus. You know okay. those. You know the blue thing that's kind of got like almost it's flat, and then it's got like a blue thing. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Does that make sense? I'll show. Mm-hmm. It, I'll show it to you. I'll show you exactly what I'm talking about. So I've seen Smokey like lay on that before to dig into like okay. your upper, like lower abdominal growing muscles. I think is what it was designed for. But what I found a little hack for it is I'll be laying. I'll be sitting on my couch, and I have a little ottoman footrest, right? So yeah, 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 yeah. So I put that thing on the footrest, and then I sort of sit crisscross applesauce with one foot, and then that one foot I'll anchor in between those two little humps to just keep it stable, and then with the other leg I go and rest it on it, and then just and then just start pain, looking for pain, Uh just looking for pain, dude. I myofascial release works. It works. Oh, yeah. I, if I don't do it in my lower back, especially my lower back, and and now I'm learning in my calf, I'm a wreck, dude. I'm an absolute wreck. Uh, I, but do you know why this? The, I'm so aggravated today was because we found a Cyber Monday. I knew with the gym closing that I was going to need to start finding a gym to go to again, and also uh, the fact that this uh, for the last four or five months. My feet have been just really, uh, maybe I should say three, last three months, my feet have really just been back again as like a daily, a daily source of misery in my life. And for me to output the level of mobility I want to output, I had to get back into the pool and I had to, I went, I got, we got this uh, cyber Monday. We bought a year up front for like 19 bucks a month for 24-hour fitness to this one right by our house where they got a nice okay pool and they got a, a sauna. I've started saunaing because I don't want to die of a heart attack and a sauning is really important. Um, but we found the next town over towards Tahoe, Folsom. Okay. You know where Folsom is, right? Yep. Folsom has a nice 24-hour fitness oh, yeah. dog. It is nice. And, oh, yeah, that nice big pretty one up there on the hill. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, dude. It, it is uh, – they're – I used they're, to work up that way. There, it's on like Riley or something like that. Something like that. Um, see it as you're going up the highway. Yep, bro, it is. Uh, oh, see, I thought that was the. I didn't think that's the 24. That's like that. Uh, fancy brand. Lifetime Fitness. That's uh, Lifetime. Fitness. Yeah, you're thinking yep. of Lifetime, and I hear those places are insane inside. But this 24-hour fitness was still the nicest 24-hour fitness I've ever seen. It had five fat lanes bro that went from three feet to five which was plenty deep enough and then it has a big like wading pool that's near as big that's like three to four and i was like oh you know what i think i'm gonna start bringing my kids here but also i can go get laps 
and I can I got I swam for like 40 minutes yesterday morning early and today dude I'm paying the price for it that's just sure. I'm just paying the price for it and it is what it is something that I started doing in the pool that's been really helpful for me because I don't have your strength in my legs yet but I've started doing uh I started doing pool split squats. I go to the shallow end of the pool and I've been doing split squats. I don't know if you ever saw, I rigged a band over as almost like a harness and I was doing that in a power cage and that actually kind of worked really well, but the pool is so, so much better. And dude, Justin, the last day I worked out at Super Training Gym, the very last thing I did because I had a, I had a little lift with chest, I, you know, I got my chest all pumped up because you know, that's how I do it. And, uh, and then I went and did my myofascia stretching and stuff like that. And then I had to get up off the floor and there was nothing to grab. And I was like, I could do my, just my Superman push where I, I knee up for my knuckle or I knuckle up, you know, one knee and knuckle up. But I was like, dude, I think I can do this. No hands. And I just sort of did a rocking and I got up, dude. And I was like, oh, yeah, bro, that to get up off the ground without having to pull yourself or push yourself up to actually do it on the steam of my own two legs. It was amazing, bro. So, I mean, I know I'm making progress. I know I'm making good progress all with all of this, but, Oh dude, I just still need to, I still need to lose, lose, lose the weight. I saw this thing recently it's, it's going around right now. It's kind of in vogue and in trend and it's starting to become a reality as a lot of these like pro body positivity people, um, some of these advocates for just healthy at any size people are passing away and it's it's been like i've always said you won't see any 60 year old obese healthy at any size advocates right um leopards ate my face what's that uh, leopards ate my face i don't know if you've ever seen this on reddit but it's a whole reddit devoted to people getting exactly what they asked for and I, I feel like this is a lot of that. I'm okay with somebody accepting that they are the size they are. Cool. That's you. Don't shame anybody else. Don't tell anybody else who has made, taken it upon themselves or has decided for themselves to change their lifestyle in any way. That is not your business. If they can accept you for the size you are, you can accept that they want to change who they are, albeit for health reasons. Or if somebody wants to be fucking hotter, so what? That's the society we live in. Now, if you want to accept being big and you don't want to do anything about it, you also have to accept the consequences that there are additional things that come with being as large as we are. There's additional cardiovascular issues. There's additional uh, arterial issues. There's additional issues with uh, degenerative bone disorder and our joints failing because there is so much weight put on them constantly. So it's a whole situation of if you want this, you have to accept the consequences of exactly what you've asked for. If someone wants to lose weight, let them. If someone wants to be fat, let them. But if you're not going to pay attention to your own health, don't ask other people to do it. When you hear that the reason why you're fat is because you're lazy, do you, what do you think about that? Uh, I can't really like abide that one because like I, I can show you legit data showing that I'm not, you know, and, and show you my step counter showing that I'm not. I can show you what I eat. I can show you in my fitness pal, the, the food that's been tracked. So it's not necessarily an issue of you're, you're lazy and you don't move enough. I had a terrible relationship with it and I'm undoing or a terrible relationship with food and I'm undoing 
20 plus years of abuse where I used it as an emotional coping mechanism. Um, I used it as a friend. Like how many times do you remember in your early twenties when there was nobody else around and you're in the kitchen and you're talking to yourself and you're talking to your food as you're cooking it? Mm -hmm. Oh buddy, you're going to taste so good. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It it, it becomes a comfort thing. Mm -hmm. And then growing up with uh, a Southern family and the other half of my family being Mexican, food was a gathering place. You talked about, you've been on TRT now for about what, five years, you said? Uh, No, for me, it's been about two and a half, almost three now. Can you kind of give me your HRT story? Uh, Sure. Um, So it was once I got to the point where I thought that I was doing pretty good and everything else, I'd kind of optimize the diet, um, trying to get to sleep better and things like that that I started talking to some of the other guys at the gym there in Sacramento and they were like, Oh yeah, well you need to find out, is there anything out of whack? And this is how you go about it. So uh, I reached out originally to Dr. Whitmer um, and got everything scheduled, got my tests and my panels done and went through that whole process with him. We went down it line by line, finding out what I needed to adjust and finding out that I was um, probably about so, you know, the, the average scale, I was about 60 points below the low end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Real I, low I was, then. Was, yeah. So, so in the hundreds, were you in the hundreds then? Uh, low twos. Low twos. Got Three you. Twos. Low twos. Okay. Yep. So with that, started going with him and started working through that process, was getting through him. Um, and then... Yeah, that, I mean, that's really been it. It's been a really simple product process with him um, getting it mail order, didn't get the test done. So it and DHEA are the only really two things that I'm on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the DHEA just being uh, the mineral that it is. Um, now that I'm here, I actually need to go get another full panel done and find out all my numbers again. And Me too. I, they they just emailed me. I, I re-upped my prescription and they were like, hey, we're not re-upping this again until you get a new panel. Just so you know, this is, they said, hey, this is the last re-up until you get a new panel is what they told right. me, which which made total sense. I'm, 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 I'm way due. What is HRT? Have you felt any physical effects? Like how is it? Have you noticed any, any benefits in your day-to-day life from the HRT? Oh yeah. Um, significant rises in energy, even though I sleep terribly, like I, I can sleep three hours and still wake up and run all day. Um, significant boosts in sex drive, um, lifting improved moderately. I, I'd say, I, I can't say that there wasn't an increase there. Cause I mean, in the end it is, it is what it is. And you're giving your body back the chemical that it needs to build and produce muscle. Um, so yeah, increases in energy, increases in sex drive, increase, um, increases in my, all of my lifts, um, only real side effects that I I've experienced is, uh, my sleep just being more broken. Mm. You said something to me a few months ago, we were talking about dudes in the gym and who's friendly and who isn't friendly and stuff. And he was like, and you basically said, well, yeah, I mean, like you're in tight with the, with the bell bros. So people kind of know to be nice to you. And, and, and for the most part, that's true. I didn't have, I didn't have very many times when people weren't anything but super cool to me, but I will say like, I felt like I really stumbled into like, I think people like, I feel like I want a, a, a raffle or something like that, you know, get to hang with the bell bros for two years and become their buddy and, and, and listen to Chris rant and, and make you laugh and, and, and all that stuff and, 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 and get to be, uh, 
known and know Mark, who is a man I have tremendous respect for. And I've had I've had a chance to meet some really, really cool people. I mean, I was talking with Luke Hawk. Uh, we were texting a little bit back and forth. I He had a, a podcast on the Power Project recently, and he was Instagramming live the whole thing. And that was the day I was moving out of the office, and I just was listening to him on my Bluetooth through his Instagram live the whole day back and forth. And and his story is powerful to, to know that, I mean, and, and I don't, I I've talked to Stan at the gym, just like a hi, nice to meet you. Thank for your help. But we've never had like a, a shared conversation or anything like that, but he was so freaking nice to me. And even when he didn't know that I was Chris and Mark's buddy, anytime I've ever DM'd him on IG, he's always answered my question. He's always been so freaking nice to me. And to know that if I really, I, I only have nice things to say about Stan Efforting. Yes. And, and even, and, and, and to be able to text message, uh, Matt winning, if I need to and ask him a question about something like, dude, I've been given access to such knowledge and I just feel like it would be irresponsible for me to not try to push that forward to, to like some of like the people that are in our situation, we've kind of left where, you know, we're, we're just sort of cresting that hill of the second half of our life. Youth, youth and enthusiasm sort of got us through some bad decisions as a kid but now we're sort of trying to unfuck some situations that we may have gotten ourselves in health-wise dude i've learned so much and i want to figure out how to push that out to people and how to like let people know that there is hope dude you're a great example you know mark always people always I like I've lost damn it today. And I thought today was the day I thought today was the day I thought today was the day I was going to see a hundred pounds lost, uh, on my scale. And I hit 99 again today. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, that's okay. That's okay. But, you, found the slot. you can get that pound by the end of the day. Oh, I thought about it, but I, I, I you know, I, I just, I, I, <laughs> I will, I I'm, I'm making it one way or the other by, I mean, by new year's. Oh my God. Or I just need to make a breakfast <laughs> burrito with a little extra tapatio sauce on it. Oh my God. That's a great idea. Um, Oh, so, you know, I, I want to, um, gosh, oh, 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 I was going to say something. Oh, I, I think I kind of lost my thought. Oh, that TRT works so good. I'd never lose my thought. What am I talking about? No, but I'm just saying like, I've had a chance to really, uh, meet an interesting group of people and I want to pass it on to the best of my ability. Like for anyone, like I, I, I think most of the people that are listening to us today are near our age or maybe a little bit older. But if this message ever gets filtered downward to a younger group of people, like what what do you what would you pass on to them for what would be your advice as far as learning? What would be their advice as far as health and obesity and food relationship with food and exercise? What what would you want the tent? What would you want to hear? What would you wish you would have heard 15 years ago that that you know now or that you're practicing now? What would you have changed 15 years ago? Man, um, don't sleep on it. Like, take control of your health now. Um, understand what your body does understand how it reacts to things um live a healthier life and take care of your joints because losing fat is easy repairing a joint is hell yeah um find out what your parents have 
Because there is shit that we get genetically that we had no clue we have because our parents had it. Hmm. Um, eat less junk food. Just le- learn to cook for yourself. Don't don't rely on other people to cook for you all the time. And I, I think that probably would have been one that would have helped me out a lot when I was younger. Um, just learning to cook good food without a bunch of crap. Yeah, that's good advice, dude. That's cool. Well, I think that's I think that's it as far as our conversation goes for the podcast. Uh, do you have a Do you have um? Gosh, I know you're working. On, when is your next meet? Uh, April is what I'm looking at. There's one in April and one in May, so it's going to be one of those two. Okay. And then I've got <clears throat> I got to find an actual gym out here because it's just been the garage here recently. But Chris recommended Lances and Quads, and Quads is supposed to be Ed Cone's gym. Oh wow! Yeah, and uh, along with what you were talking about, man, getting to meet people through like. Uh, not to the degree you were, but like, oh my God, the blessings that were just available to me going into that gym. Um, like guys that you you didn't get to meet because they were gone before you ever showed up. But the stuff that I learned from guys like Emilio and Zach and the years of knowledge that I got from Bill and training with uh, Trainwreck before he, he moved on down south, like that was immense, dude. Like um, it was years and years and years of knowledge of competing power lifters that was just given to me. Hey, do this. Hey, do this. So that when you do this, you're not going to hurt yourself. You know, um, getting to meet Mark and Chris, getting to meet Stan, um, then getting to meet Ed. Um, but that it just meeting them turned me on to a whole world of stuff that I had never really thought about um and i got to go to the arnold like in columbus ohio i got to meet martin's leases you want to talk about one of the funniest down-to-earth dudes you will ever have the opportunity to, to grace his presence martin's leases is fucking hilarious um super friendly always wanted to talk and wait and meet all of the fans uh same thing with bill kazmaier um sadrina Savickas. Just all amazing dudes that when you show that you want to pursue this are more than willing to give you all of the knowledge they have. And if that, to rewind just a moment, one thing that I had wished, I had always been told from the start and like when you're a 30 something, 40 something year old dude and you're walking into a gym and you have a huge beer gut and you see all these dudes with massive traps and biceps, ask fucking questions. Mm -hmm show genuine interest ask questions Mm -hmm. that will get you further than anything you can hope to do Mm. yeah it's good advice dude all right well hey man i thank you for doing this absolutely i gotta go build a tv stand oh cool i am going to put a desk together awesome awesome i'll send you pictures when i'm done i'll send you pictures you send me pictures we'll do i love you bro thanks for spending time with me all right let's talk soon again okay All right, bye. Sounds good. All right, bye-bye. I'm going to hang up, okay? Okay. All right, see you, champ. I don't know how to do it.